Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. And on today's installment of Music Monday, we are honored to be bringing on Carrie Welling. Uh, the, the cool thing about this conversation that we're going to be talking about today is international travel is going to be in there. Um, and a little bit of Nashville food is going to be in there. Um, and a lot of talking about songwriting and the Nashville community and what it's like being here so here is carrie welling's song we're going to intro before we start this is called good to me i've waited on tables for men who change lives and i know all their names but they, they just forget mine and I sang for them before And they'll open up their doors I'm more like this Like a Taylor Swift with a throwback twist It'd be perfect But you need a hit And God, I hated it And I searched for what they were looking for Until I was just looking for myself Welling, thank you so much for joining us on our latest installment of Music Monday. It's great to have you. So good to be here. It's a beautiful day here in Nashville. So like, why not look at the screen? (laughs) Exactly. But, you know, keep the screen handy because it only lasts for 24 to 48 hours. And then you don't know what you're getting after that. It's and it's truly terrible. Next week, they're saying it's supposed to rain for five days. On <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Get your arc ready. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so, Gary, again, thank you so much for, for joining us. I think we have a really cool topic of conversation uh, around live music, international travel, um, and, and even Nashville in general, getting your perspective. Um, but I want to hear a little bit before we get into that about uh, your journey to Nashville, how you got here, uh, why you picked Nashville, and and how long have you been here? Wow, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Sorry, it kind of all fits into one, but I thought I'll just see. I'll just see. Throw it all out there. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, so uh, I I went to school. I'm kind of a, I'm a military brat, so I moved around a lot when I was younger. But I found myself going to school for music in New York City, so I was there for probably about 10 years and I was in a band, I was in a duo. And then um, my band broke up as bands sometimes do. And so I went on this sort of, I don't know, I just had to get out of the city. If anybody like lived in New York City, when you know you gotta get out, you gotta get out. So (laughs) I had to get out, I still love it. And I moved moved west. And so when I moved west, um, I just was sort of like, what do I wanna do? Like I was in this duo forever, I was like, kind of discovering my little solo thing. I was bartending and 
playing. I was bartending at this bar that had like live music. So then I would like kind of get off of my bartending gig and just like go play a solo thing. And all these people were like, Carrie, you got to keep going with this solo thing. So I did. I started sort of going up to LA a lot and working with some producers playing there. Um, and then I found uh, one of my good friends, my dear friends, moved to Nashville from New York. And I went out to visit him. And then I just literally like, we came out, we did some music together. And I was like, this is the place I need to be. And he was like, let's do a record. So it was like a year maybe in um, California. And then I moved to Nashville and it's been six years since, and it's been incredible. Like it, it's just a mecca of music and everybody's so good to the point where you're like, <laughs> am I like, you know what I mean? You've got to question yourself, but it's a good thing. Cause I'm a, I'm a big believer of just being intimidated. It makes you work harder. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. yeah that, that's what brought me to Nashville. Very cool. I, I think it's very common for, a lot of people to, they either come here to visit somebody, vacation, a conference or something like that. And then they, they sniff the air and they look around and be like, yes, this is yeah. where I want to be. Like and space? yeah. And like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Was that your first time visiting Nashville then? Um, so I came down like maybe 10 years prior with my band to do some, like, you know, some label stuff. And, and, and then I went back to New York. So it was like maybe my second time, but the first time was very like chaotic. So this time it was like, okay, you know, I got to sort of see the lay of the land and figure out what I wanted to do. So. Uh, and I think one thing is interesting. We'll, we'll get a lot to your like international uh, tours and, and stuff, but one thing yeah. on the international front, I bet it was a big transition of doing international things and living in New York or California or something like that, where, you know, those kind of flights and, and that, that the culture is more international than Nashville and the availability to go there is probably a lot easier. So was it worth it to be in Nashville and not have the same international access? What was that trade-off? And, and I'm guessing Nashville was, was worth it, even though it would have been harder to get to those international places. Yeah, for sure. Like I found myself kind of like, you know, before I would go to Europe or something like, doing a little mini tour in New York, you know, just oh, to get cool. So like, I kind of like, I like to kind of like map it out like that, you know, Nashville is a great, I found it, it to be a really great hub. You know, it's like, it's kind of a home base, but most, most of the time before, you know, the pandemic, you know, I was traveling a ton. Like sometimes I would hardly be home for months. Wow. Um, but it's such a, I know it's a little far and you have to take that connecting flight, you know, sometimes from Atlanta, um, but like, it's, I don't know, it's worth it. Cause you get to kind of like map out your, your road along the way, which is cool. You know, what, uh, what, what's your primary airline out of Nashville? Is it Southwest? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Southwest. Yeah. I'm a, like, I just think they're every, I never have to deal with anything great. Like they're always like, yeah, you got a guitar. No, but no big deal. <laughs> they're used to it. <laughs> yeah. They're coming from Nashville. Yeah. Um, I would say Southwest. Yeah. And like sometimes American airlines, but, um, yeah. So do you, uh, you're, you're, you know, you're in a band, that, but you're now doing a kind of solo thing. So how long have you been, uh, kind of on your own with, with music and working on the projects that we are seeing right now on Spotify? Yeah. I mean, it's been about eight years since I've been totally solo uh, musician. Um, and I put, when I moved to Nashville, 
I put out my first EP. That was my first solo EP, five songs. You can see that on Spotify. It's called The Edge. Um, and then I sort of toured on that for a while. And then, you know, most recently is my latest album, High Heels and Heavy Things. That was like a whole other, like, like I had to do this. You know, it was, there's a lot to get, that goes into that record for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that that's the the latest album now. now. I know you're working on some stuff we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, yeah. But, you know, talk about this album because, I mean, this is probably an album that you went out touring on internationally with and everything. So where did this album allow you to go? Uh, where are some of those places you went kind of pre-pandemic uh, yeah. before everything just went to a, a, a halt? Yes. Well, so what was funny is I was record. I didn't even have the album out yet. The album came out in 20 September, 2020. So it actually came out during the pandemic. Oh, wow. I had, I had already recorded it and I was supposed to put it out in April, 2020 and then like do this all this big live show here in Nashville. Oh man. I had it all set up and then, you know, boom, no, you're not going to do it. So I waited. But before that I was sort of I wasn't touring on that record. I was playing the music of that record yeah. for sure. Um, but I was touring mainly on, you know, merch uh, and uh, my EP and stuff like that. So that was, I think in, what was it? Fall of 2019, we went to, me and um, another touring partner, Casey Williams, singer, songwriter. Uh, we went to the Netherlands and toured all over the Netherlands, like, I know all over, like we went from like the North to the South. Wow. Into in like these small towns of like maybe 500. It was really cool. That sounds incredible. Um, yeah. And then we went into Germany and which was really fun. Cause I have my sister lives in Germany. Um, two of my sisters live in Germany actually. Wow. That was fun. Um, but we toured all around Germany and then kind of made our way back into the Netherlands and then flew back out. So that was fun. And then, I was also touring and opening up for a band named Delta Ray in 2019. Yeah. Um, and that was like, yeah, that was sort of like the beginning of the album, even though I didn't have it, you know, I was playing all the songs, kind of get my yayas out. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> <For them. laughs> I, I know on your website, you say self-described military brat. Do you think that that had an impact on how you approached touring and your experience in moving around helped you with uh, how to coordinate and uh, even just complete uh, an international tour? And did it have a hand in you wanting to go to all these places? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, this whole like military brat thing, because I just can't stop moving. Also, living in New York City doesn't help because it's just like hustle, hustle, hustle. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I just found, I love to travel. It's just in my, it's in my bones. I actually have a rec, I have a song about it. Um, the first song on the record called settle me down. And it's about how, you know, it's about somebody's going to have to settle, settle me down, like you know, <laughs> settle down. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely the reason why I love the road and why I love to go overseas, you know, like seeing there's so much more than the States. Yes, it is the Mecca here, but like the, the fans overseas is, are just like so lovely. They don't even like know the language and they're still like, oh my God, I'm a super fan. Like they don't even That's know awesome. what you're doing, but they <laughs> melodies and it's really cool. Yeah. What was your favorite place to perform uh, on that last tour to the ne Netherlands or Germany? 
Um, gosh, there's so many great ones. Um, I would say one of my favorites was in this little town. Gosh, hold on. Now I'm blanking the name. Um, gosh. Oh, it was called, um, oh, I don't want to butcher the name. because <laughs> any- <laughs> uh, So I can't think of this name, the name of the venue, but it was a small, small town in the Netherlands, right on the border of Netherlands and Germany. It'll come to me. It was one of my favorites because it was surprising. Like it was not a venue that you'd be like, like, yeah, that's a venue. It was like a <laughs> stage that they put on like comedy acts and stuff like that. But the listening, like there was so many people there and everybody was like, you could hear a pin drop. Everybody was listening. And again, it was a singer songwriter tour. So you like that. You know what I mean? You like, you want people to listen to your lyrics. Yeah. I'd say that one, which it'll come to me. And also uh, Hamburg, Germany was really fun. Those Germans. Oh, they know how to get down. <laughs> well, they, like, you want to party after the <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So, uh, you know, you found your, your home in, in Nashville. Um, what was it like coming to an abrupt halt for 2020? planning to release an album, probably canceling a lot of those tour dates. Um, you know, what was it like um, as, a, as a touring artist to experience that? Yeah, it was definitely like mind blowing and definitely like I had to figure out, talk about some inner, inner self work. <laughs> Everybody, musician or not, kind of got a little bit of that during um, the pandemic, but you know, I think it was just, it was weird because I was really disappointed. I had to, I had to really kind of sit with my disappointment a little bit and allow myself to be really depressed about the opportunities that I lost, um, the show that I didn't get to do to put out the record. But in, in a way it was, if you think about it, and this is being kind of like spiritual and woo woo, but it was like the universe was sort of like, all right, well, this is what you're going to do instead. And it led me down this whole other path of like doing online stuff. I went from, you know, doing maybe three before the um, pandemic to doing like almost 50. Wow. So really, and getting that online exposure, uh, I, I'm on Patreon and I got like so many more patrons because people were like, oh my God, how do we support this industry that just like totally got knocked down? Yeah. And so people have, and they, they did, and they still are remaining to really support me through all this. And, um, you know, I, it's kind of like, you just have to sort of roll with the punches kind of thing. And there's been ways to play outside here and there and safely. And now that things are opening up a little bit, it's, it's feeling a little bit more hopeful, but yeah, it was definitely like a punch in the face. I'll call it, I'll call it a punch in the face. <laughs> Have you? Are you still connected with like friends in New York and California, and seeing the differences? Are they? Are they like, wow, you can do stuff in Nashville right now? Like, what are the differences that you're that you're seeing or, or that you're hearing from your friends in those other cities? Oh yeah, like I have tons of friends in New York and in California, and every time I like Zoom or FaceTime, they've got like black you know, (laughs) I haven't been out in days and I'm like, actually it's sunny here. I took a walk earlier, you know, (laughs) no, but they're, they're very surprised, you know, and again, it's every part is so every state is so different. Um, but they, uh, 
And, and obviously, like I've just been, I've been kind of out, but doing things safely, I think, is where it's all out. Yeah. Where it's at right now, and yeah, it's 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 a wild difference for sure. Yeah, for sure. Have you noticed any of your friends coming in uh, to Nashville because of this? Oh yeah, like tons of my New York friends moved out of the wow. city. Wow. Ton, tons of them, which I'm like, oh no, and whenever it reopens, I won't have any friends left. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot of them moved to like places like Minnesota and like Wisconsin and, you know, the South just to get some space, you yeah. know, you know, I don't blame them. We do have a lot of that here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's uh, one thing that you love about Nashville? Gosh. Um, uh, can I say two things? I'll say I'm quick. Absolutely. You can say five things. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I like the calmness of Nashville because I needed to, I think in order to create music, you have to create some space in your brain and in your, you know, everyday life. And I think that was hard in the city. Um, and so Nashville really lets me just sort of like get up, have a daily routine before I start the whole music thing. Um, before I go out on my rights, like, you know, really being able to think about what I want to write as opposed to being like, Oh my gosh, hustle to this place, get on the subway. Da, da, da. So the calmness, the space here is like key for my creativity. Um, and also the community, you know, like I've I like I've just met so many amazing, like beautiful people down here. And the musician community, I think if you get in the right one, they're so supportive. Like no matter how famous you are, to how like a A-lister to a C-lister to a B-lister. Everybody just if they if they love you, they will support you. They'll they'll make like yeah. You want to open up? Like I'll share my fans with your fans. You know like yeah. There's no like competition, which you know I I feel like. And again, I love New York City. I had a blast in the music scene there and in California. But he it just feels like it's a little bit always like you know. I don't know. Kind of keeping your songs to yourself, like hoarding them when really it's like, you know, a community. Obviously, you have to be careful because this industry can can be tricky sometimes. But yeah, um, I do think more community. That's what it's all about. The support. Musicians need support all the time. So uh, going into another section of Nashville that is uh, required by our contract that we made for ourselves for every episode is the food in the city. Um, where have been some of your places? You've been here long enough to probably experience some really good places. Where yeah. are some places that really stand out to you or some of your go-to, uh, food places or, or places that just really wow you here in town? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question for me because I used to work in the industry. Yeah. So I, you know, to support myself, I worked in the restaurant industry. So, um, I've got a lot of goodies. Um, but my, you know, I've been a little bit out of it lately, but my, some of my favorites are like, um, Roth and daughters. I don't yeah. know if you guys do that Roth and daughters in Germantown folk, which is in like Cleveland park area. They're, they're owned by the same owner. Yeah. Um, and those are two of my favorite. Just, they remind me of that New York style. They're smaller, you know, it's like, it's just really tasty stuff. Um, I used to work at 404 ki kitchen. So oh, nice. Yeah, so that's I'm a little biased about 404. <laughs> um, I do love I do love it there. Chef Matt Bolas is amazing, and um, their cocktails are really good. Uh, and gosh, what's another one? 
Well, what about so, pizza places? So you're for you. You've been in New York for a while, so you've got a little bit of a bias, like Stuart does, towards pizza. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you been to a few of the pizza places that are like more of your top notch pizza places here in town? Yeah, I would say Five Points Pizza is kind of like I feel like that's the closest to. The, it's hard living in New York and getting yeah. a good slice here. <laughs> I'm always comparing. I'm always like, this is just not that slice of pizza that you can get on the streets of New York. But um, I do think I like five points just because you can walk up, you know, you see it, it's fresh pizza made every day. It just, the vibe is cool. Plus the pizza is really good too. It's it's like the, um, I feel it's like the dollar slice, except like a $5 slice instead. It's because it's yeah. the price of the coffee, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and I don't know, Stuart, do you know of, um, you like pizza. So do you, do you know of Emmy squared? That's some, that's amazing pizza too. Yeah. Emmy squared is, it's good. I, uh, I, uh, I like Joey's house of pizza. Joey's house of pizza is my favorite pizza in Nashville. Oh, uh, he's from Brooklyn, New York. Amazing pizza. They, they also do homemade cannolis. They do a lot of things. Ooh. Yeah. So you have to ch- check out Joey's. Joey's. All right. I'm coming. <laughs> um, so you have a, a few things on the book internationally now, um, you know, some now for some later, but you know, Hey, internationally things on the book, I think is a huge win for an artist right now um, sure. by no stretch of the imagination. So um, can you talk about what you have upcoming? And I'm curious to know, is, was it difficult to get those international things kind of planned out right now? Yeah, you know, the international thing was booked, like, literally, we had one booked, what was it, in the beginning, I think, of 2020, and actually, I think it was in the spring of 2020, I had one booked, and then it got pushed to the fall, and then 2021 rolled around, and they were like, we are so backed up, and they're worse than we are still. And they're still trying to roll out the vaccine and all that stuff. So like, they're still really, really behind. But the cool thing is, is we have my booker over there is super sweet. And he was like, all right, so I'm holding you for 2022 in the spring. Like I'm holding you to these dates. Like we're going to make it happen. I am they're like, just like crossing their fingers that everything is fine by then. Yeah. But yeah, it was, they, they had a huge blow there and like, you know, I think everything is also backed up because now they're trying to get their their artists in Europe to just. Yeah, do. that's hard. Wow. So, yeah, it's basically all backed up. But I'm really grateful that I'm I'm in the books. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So well, be fun. Where is that tour going to be uh, in 2022? So we're going to do the Netherlands again, Germany, but we're going to do different places. Some of our favorite shows we're gonna we'll do again um we're also gonna try to do a little bit of sweden which will be fun never been there um and uh the uk we'll do some awesome in the um yeah. so you have an upcoming trip to mexico coming up uh yeah. have you been to that venue before or is this something that's totally new so this is a booker uh sam densler that runs the um songwriting island festival and so he does sometimes he I've done some stuff with him in like Key West and parts of Florida. But this is the first one. He does this every year in Mexico. And again, this was booked in 2020, mm. but was 
shoved over to 2021. <laughs> but like, yeah, so this is the first time that I'm doing his Mexico songwriting festival. So it's me, another artist named Eric Erdman and Jen Bostic, who lives actually here in Nashville too. Nice. And um, we're all sort of headlining it. It's going to be a, we're going out there for five days. So there's four, sh I, be, I believe four, three to four shows. I don't even know. I, <laughs> I should look. Um, but people basically buy tickets and they stay in the same sort of resort. And then there's three different venues that people sort of walk. Oh, that's walk awesome. We play the show. Literal island hopping. I love it. Yes. And um, <laughs> Isla or Isla Mujer, however you want to say it, I'm probably butchering it. Mexicans <laughs> are like, oh, that American. Um, <laughs> but, um, it is a very small, small island off the coast, and it's supposed to be stunningly beautiful. I bet it is. Awesome snorkeling and all that good stuff. So uh, so you have a song coming out in possibly a few weeks or a little bit later. What's this song called and what is it about? Yeah, so um, this song is called Monster. This has been a three to four year in the making song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, sometimes songs just need need that time. But this is a song that I'm putting out with another artist named Alex Wong. He is a producer, singer, songwriter here in Nashville, and he's incredible. If you don't know him, check him out. Um, but we wrote it together and he produced it. And so it became this like sort of rock and roll. Like it was, it, it, it reminds me of like a Paramore song. I kind of was channeling her with my vocals. I'm not going to lie. I was about and, to say, it, it seems like it's hard to to have a song name with uh, such a strong name like Monster and not have a little bit of like some oh, grit into it. There's oh, there's a a lot of grit into it. <laughs> Alex is like some of his inspirations are like Radiohead and all these industrial like very nice. So there's, there's a little bit of like that industrial feel. I know that's kind of weird to, but it's there's a little <laughs> bit of an industry. There's a lot of like rock and roll, kind of rock and roll, kind of, and then there's a little bit of pop in it. It de it's definitely a little bit of a shift of what my record was. Yes. Um, or is. And so, but I, but we wanted that to put it together and do something like a little bit more like, you know, like it's, <laughs> we're allowed to do that, you know? Yeah. But it's cool because the, the, the cool song about this, the cool thing about this song is the, we did a version of rock and roll and then we were like, okay, the song is all about like your inner monsters. So this, maybe this thing, this kind of darkness inside of you, uh, but then maybe it's like, you know, your blonde hair, blue eyes on, on the outside and smiling all the time. But really there's, it's about all these kind of inner demons inside of us and we all have them, we're human. So we decided to do sort of a dark version and a light version. Oh, wow. So That's cool. Yeah. So the light version is strings and acoustic guitar and piano very like you know um a little bit slower it's almost like the fight the rock and roll kind of industrial one is like the fight of with the monster and then the uh, other version the acoustic version string version is like the acceptance of the monster hmm. so we're putting them out both together and and so they're it's something that it's like a duo kind of track yeah. where they can listen to both songs but they're totally different same lyrics Wow. Um, Are you going to do like then, a side by side music video type situation <laughs> for this? Stuart, yes. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. That's going to come out a little bit later than the actual track, but we're going to we're going to put that probably out 
like later on in June. And we're going to do like, it's probably going to be like almost a 10 minute video because it's going to go yeah. from rock and roll to like the softer one and like without stopping. So I and I, I kind of want to ask you about the those differences between uh, the, the different albums and, and the songwriting approach. How do you uh, approach, you know, how you are going to uh, kind of genre a song because, you know, we're in a place where you don't have to, especially Nashville, it's a great place where you don't really have to have this big definition of what your genre is. As long as you're putting out things that are pretty good and authentic, those are the things that matter now. Um, but, you know, I listened to Stand In and I was like, oh, this is a great like acoustic thing. And I was like, holy crap, this is like a gospel ballad coming up right now. And and then yeah. moving into more industrial stuff. So how do you approach uh, kind of genre in a song or, or what you're going to be putting in your, your upcoming songs? Yeah. You know, that's the question. It's always been a fight. Like, is that in your brand or is that like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Whatever. Honestly, it's what you just said. Like whatever is authentic, whatever is really, truly you, it can be fake if you're not being true. Yeah. If you're like, okay, let's just write this hit, you know it Well, and you know what, that's a cool thing. People make money doing that. But like, um, it's like, if it's really like, if you're really feeling it and you love it, I don't think, I, I think I'm allowed to do singer songwriter stuff, pop stuff. Like I just, I never want to put myself in a box like that because it just, it makes me feel like just suffocated. You know, I just don't like, I can't, I don't feel like I can get it all out. So, and I do think that as long as you're being authentic, as long as it's your voice, um, I think artists can sort of like, that's what we're, what does, that's what we do. We try to like figure out different little avenues and branches. Um, I think monsters is, is a, uh, single because it didn't fit my record, you know? And I think that's okay. Like put it out by itself, put it totally. out with another artist that will help you push it, you know? Totally. Um, and so, but yes, like in, in, you know, records, EPs, there's always a journey. So you kind of want to stay in it, but I don't ever want to be like tied down to a certain genre. Like people always ask me, so what kind of type of music do you do? And I'm like, <laughs> this record was singer songwriter deal, like, and a little bit of folk, you know, then my first record was a little countryer. So if you like it all, just listen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, when you guys were writing this song, did you guys just sit down and say, these are all of my inner demons. Let's now write a song about this. How did that songwriting process go? For Monster, yeah. You know, we sat near Alex's piano and uh, we were just kind of having the conversation about how, you know, instead of sort of running away from your monster, like sort of embracing it and using it for the be for the better, I, it came to me again, sometimes I get a little woo, but like I went to a yoga class. I also teach yoga. Nice. And so I had this feeling when I was in Savasana, I was just like, wow, like it was like sort of a bad day. I had like, you know, I was just feeling like, like crap, to be honest. And I was just like, what if I took this crappy feeling? What if I took all these like sad, negative feelings and like brought power to them, but in like a good way, shifted it. Um, cause it's a lot of energy, right. When you have like, like that sort of dark feeling inside of you. So I brought that to Alex and we just, we were like, it's monster, you know, and you can do so much, so many things with monster, the name monster too. So we're working on a really cool 
piece of artwork for the up uh, actually the album should be it's going to be freaky actually <laughs> awesome very cool so yeah. carrie where can people follow your journey uh learn about your your patreon and uh, continue to learn more about you yeah so i'm on all the socials as we all you know we all are but i'm on i mainly put a lot of my stuff on instagram carrie welling music at carrie welling music you can also find me on facebook carrie welling music um Patreon is something that I'm really invested in and I really love it. It's a community of fans and I really like to get to know them. And we like, at this point, we're all like friends. I like in the crowd be like, Oh, there's, there's Jen, there's Gina, there's, you know, Amanda Lee, you know, like I yeah. can point that out. Um, so if you really want to get into like, if you really like me, if you like me, <laughs> you can support me on Patreon. It's like subscribing to an artist. And then you can get all the things before everybody else, like, like little like work tapes, demos. Um, there, we do fun things like wello yoga. We do wello. Oh, that's cool. We do like hangs. I call them wellos. They're like my little wellos. I like it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I would say Patreon is a great way to stay in touch with me and um, and all the socials. All right. Very cool, Carrie. We're gonna go out. Uh, with your song money but i thank you so much for joining us on music monday today we're looking forward to the release of monster we're going to put it on our artist of the day uh when it comes out and everything so but we just appreciate you taking the time and and joining awesome. us today thank you guys so much for having me this was fun
so much for tuning into today's episode of music monday with carrie welling we hope you enjoy it and if you enjoyed today's episode there's a lot more to check out on our instagram and our youtube you can also visit nashvilledailypodcast.com and you can see the archive of all of our episodes all right we hope you guys have a great rest of the week be sure to tune in for the rest of this week's podcasts we'll see you tomorrow